0: Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gamblers' help, call 1 800 858 858. Win the ultimate blues origin experience for you and three mates. Visit
1: ignitehq.com.au. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to
2: NRL Crunch Time. Yes, this is NRL crunch time, thanks to Ignite HQ, win the ultimate Blues Origin experience. Take two. This is (laughs) NRL crunch time, thanks to Ignite HQ, a couple of gremlins in the system, win the ultimate Blues Origin experience, visit (laughs) ignitehq.com.au. Julian King with you, welcome everyone across the SEN network, 1170 SEN Sydney, 1620 on the Goldie, SENQ in Queensland, and on DAB Plus as well, and... Around the entire globe, listening via the SEN app and of course the podcast. Download the SEN app and you can listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. And of course, join the conversation throughout the course of today's show. That open line, 1300 1170 and the text line, 0457 736 736. And if you love your social media, Twitter and Instagram, at 1170 SEN and at SENQ. All right, let's ring in the team this Sunday afternoon. He's marked out his run. We thought we'd give him a couple of overs before lunch. Steve O'Keefe <laughs> is here. Hello, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: assaulting the spin last week under, yeah. under
2: the missile as the captain.
0: But, I, I, yeah, they're rivaling do each other. Do you mark out a run as a spinner? I spin don't know, no. Cause no. It's just getting shorter and shorter okay. as I get older and fatter. <laughs> uh, about three steps, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the shuffle trundle. Yeah. <laughs> who,
2: who was the wheelie bin? Who do they call that? Was it, um, oh, God Ashley Giles. It was well, somewhere they said that. Yeah, it might have been bin. Giles. I think, The king yeah. of Spain. It really, yeah. I actually
0: start to question when you do run in as a spinner how redundant your run-up actually is. Fast bowls, obviously, you need to build mm. momentum and bowl fast. But yeah. sometimes I think you could literally just Go in, in on, on a wheelchair or just stand off one step and bowl the ball. <laughs> Warney was pretty economical, wasn't he? a yeah. sort of Little one, well, two, he, three. And... What, what people don't understand about Warney is six, over six foot and quite a burly strong guy. So he yeah. could walk in. But when you try and teach these young kids who are 12 to bowl leg spin, mm-hmm. who weigh, you know, 30 kilos ringing wet, you need that momentum. But mm-hmm. because they watch the King Bowl and think you can just walk in, it's a completely different story. Yeah, I so, think about
2: anyway. uh, your great uncle, Kerry O'Keefe, mm. the two Fs. Uh, he, he, had that, he had that man, <laughs> a skull, and good afternoon skull, if you're listening to that, sort of that, that a long sort of 45-degree angle runner. Yeah. A lot of bowlers used to do that. Uh, ah, yeah, He, he that bowled it, junk. Though. Let's, let's <laughs> just. <laughs> said, what did he say, Scully? Because I only learned how to spin the ball after I'd retired. Yeah. you not know, <laughs> <you know, laughs> you know, funny? Well, look, uh, and hello to you, Socky. Look, Thanks, well mate. look. Let me say this. Nathan Adrian, uh, he might have won Olympic golds but he's never hosted Crunch Time on this (laughs) (laughs) year. It is quite the blot on his copy book. James is here. Hello, missile.
1: (laughs) Good morning, Jules. Uh, That was the ultimate professional. How smooth is the intro there? Having technical difficulties in studio, and Jules just
2: subtle tones. Caravan rolls on, mate. He's the captain now. He's the captain. (laughs) i the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it might get a bit awkward here from about, in the last hour of the program, from 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, because missile's Bulldogs take on... My Dragons, Brooksy's Dragons as well. They're back to Belmore. Fun fact, the Dragons played a a year out of Belmore when Cogger has been redeveloped. The year was 1988. I just got this nasty feeling about this game Mm. today, James. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a Bulldog siege mentality playing at home. It just, it worries me. It really worries me.
1: Yeah, okay. Look, I'm not feeling as confident (laughs) as that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would have loved to have been out at Belmore today. It's a nice day to sit up on the hill at Mm. Belmore. Oh, it's a great day for rugby league. It's great day for Rugby League. Yeah,
2: twenty two points to six by the way. New South yeah. Wales Cup the Dragons all over the dogs in <laughs> about eight and a half minutes. Yeah, so it's gonna give it a bit awkward in the studio from about two o'clock. Kind of like, you know, when you're at a party and then your ex-missus brings a new boyfriend, yeah, and you act like you're cool with it, <laughs> yeah, and you want to show everyone out you're having the best time of your life, but you're dying inside. Yeah. Your what about ex- when
1: your current missus brings her boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's <laughs> something you want to divulge into here, mate. <laughs> We're well, well, talking about <laughs> Cody
2: Simpson here, are we? Yeah. That's that's cute oh, for you to I step like, in, Brooksy. <laughs> <here>. brings, <laughs> a, brings the current boyfriend. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, that's look, that's the love common. triangle. Common. That is common practice in some countries. It's it's pretty (laughs) (laughs) poor countries. (laughs) Well, see, this is. Right, so we're talking about. um, New Zealand? (laughs) Yeah. So polygamy, right? Tasmania. So, you know, people are talking about new Olympic sports and what can be a new Olympic sport, and there's a lot of focus on esports. But imagine if they brought wife carrying into the Olympic Games. Mm. And then it occurred to me if you lived in a country where polygamy was normalised or acceptable, Mm. who would you choose? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that right. I think that's what we call a selection, selection, selection headache. Issue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you
1: choose the littlest one, right? Because you can run the fastest, the lightweight one. Yeah. 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 We yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: thought deeply about this. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Love triangles. It's been the uh theme of the month in swimming at the moment. Yeah. What have Love you got triangles. for us there? Can you shed some light on us?
0: You know, without turning this into married at first sight or you know a gossip channel, but I do want to yeah. know: is there is, is are the rumours we're hearing true? Is it you know is Kyle Chalmers deliberately well, trying to push Simpson out of the way with his yeah, uh, efforts of, of doing a straight that he's never done before just because
1: he's good at it, says, nah, stuff you. Yeah. 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 yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, swimming, it's, it's, it's one of those sports, right? It's pretty cutthroat sport. It's top two or, or nothing, really. And that's the kind of killer mentality that's got Kyle where he is. And, uh <laughs> he's decided that he didn't want Cody Simpson having all the spotlights. so <laughs> 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 I like it it's yeah. I think it's good for the sport as well like we're talking about it which is which
2: is great but he's oh, played God. it down though hasn't he the whole yeah he's played thing
1: he's played that. it down I oh, look he wasn't in a full blown relationship with Emma McKean so
2: so um, Emma McKean could have brought her boyfriend to the party is what you're saying
1: yeah yeah it's less about uh it's less about the the love triangle and more for uh more for Kyle about the, the spotlight that Cody Simpson's been getting. Yeah. Well, he's still on the team. So how did he make it on the team? They, have, they, they can take three for the Commonwealth Games. So the world champs are first. That's top two. Right. And there's, there's uh, nothing that can be done about that. But for the Commonwealth Games, they can take a bigger team. And it's left up to the dis- discretion of the head coaches to bring on some extra in. members. Yeah, so They so, may not even swim. Uh, he'll, if they take him, he'll swim. And okay. and this is the thing about Cody Simpson. He's, he's improving at a rate of knots um, at the moment. So I reckon if he does swim, mm. he could be a medal chance. So he had 10 years off and then he's what come back. And after, what, 18 months of swimming, he's yeah. nearly qualified for the Australian. It's yeah, pretty it's remarkable. It's pretty impressive.
2: See, it's a good story. It, yeah. It's a really good story. If you're yeah. swimming sub 52 and 100 fly, I mean, that, yeah. that, that is remarkable. It's can, legit. Can I ask you this question, though? There was an article in the Nine Papers last week by Phil Lutton. I think it was Phil Lutton. Yeah. And he said are Kyle's, Kyle's shoulders are, are shot. Yeah. And he finds it difficult sometimes to to you know, lift his hands above his heads. Ex- yeah. And, and But now he's going to focus on the fly. Now, I, I would have thought the fly was just as hard on the shoulders as, oh, as the freestyle.
1: It's harder on the shoulders. Um, Can you
2: explain that to us?
1: I, I think there's a bit of mayo on the – being able to lift his arms above his head. Yeah. He's only 20, <laughs> 24 years of age. Yeah, <laughs> putting on his I seatbelt think, on your chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not exactly the Jared Croker the poor guy who reached for the remote control and his shoulders yeah. popped out. out yeah. I think there's a bit of mail on that. Mm.
2: Okay. oh four five seven seven the text line number and the open line number 01 11 70. We'll get to your calls in a moment. Let's just whip through... Uh, Indigenous round, round 12 of the NRL so far, boys. Uh, we've got the Storm, 28, too good for the Eagles. Eight. That was a game I don't think that scaled any great heights. Nope. Uh, the Panthers-Cowboys, uh, game of the round, 22 nil to Penrith, although you know, the scoreline probably doesn't suggest how gallant the Cowboys were. Broncos, 35, a monster second-half comeback over the Titans, 24. Knights, 24, too good for the Warriors, 16. The Bunnies, Socky's Bunnies, mm. Paddy's Bunnies, 44 over the Tigers, 18. And the Roosters looked good last night, 36-16. Over the Sharks. Let's go around the desk. Standout performances from round 12. We'll start with you, Steve. Uh, look, I think there were some really notable
0: performances. The one that I, I was most impressed with, given the week that they had, was the Broncos. I think given that they were mm. behind the eight ball, you had all the pain, harsh controversy, where they've been over the last 12 months, I thought this was a real opportunity for them to get derailed and maybe go back into the pits of where they've been. Uh, but show a lot of fight without Reynolds... Um, you know, Haas getting booed in the first hit up of the game. I just thought it was quite extraordinary that they were able to turn that around at half time and win. So I think that, that for me, that was the, the standout performance was the Bonkos.
2: For so
1: mine, the Roosters, I think they they've, they've uh, in the process of turning their season around. The Sharks have been a bit of a benchmark side for the first sort of 10 rounds of the competition. So I think the Roosters have shown that they're on the up and, I think from here they can push towards a top-four finish and be be
2: real contenders come finals football. Some really sexy tries by the Roosters. Oh, yeah. I'm really yeah. impressed. Yeah. I'm with you, though, Socky. I liked what the Brisbane did. They were mm. gone for all money, and I really felt for the Titans. Yeah. I, I, I kind of wanted them to get up, but yeah. that second half, 31 points to nil. You mentioned there the Payne-Half story, which had the potential to derail them. And he said afterwards that he, you know, he was uncomfortable by the fact that he got booed. Second week without Reynolds. But last year, Brisbane aren't getting within a Bulls reward of winning a game of football like that.
0: No, no. 24-4 down. So they're down by 20 points, you know, and generally that's that, that would be game over in most games.
1: Mm. Wow.
2: Mm. Uh, Indigenous round. Oh, some of these jerseys are really impressive. Speaking of Brisbane, how good was that jersey? Sort of like a yeah. rainbow kind yeah. of colors There, really, really well, nice. And the players have a lot of input into what goes on into that jersey design too.
0: Yeah, Cody Walker um, explained the jersey about the rivers, which talked about connecting family to a tree in the centre and – you know, there is talk also about these jerseys being a, a jersey they could wear as an away jersey, not just sort of a, an Indigenous round oh, and okay. potentially having it consistently through the season. Um, when you consider you've got nearly 15% of the, the football playing population being Indigenous, I think it's a – why not have a, a – when you have the quality of jersey that you've got that's storytelling and, and brings that level of connectedness, I, I think it's a great idea.
2: Yeah. And the, the other thing too, I mean, the jersey's are great. 3.3% of the Australian population identify as Indigenous. of the NRL is made up of Indigenous players. So you can see the over-representation, but it points to a bigger picture about how important sport plays in terms of closing the gap. You know, it is the great emancipator, not just Mm. rugby league, but rugby union and, and of course, AFL. And they play a significant role in improving health and development outcomes. Um, You know, and closing the gap report has indicated, we know the Aboriginal population have high mortality rates, high morbidity rates. Um, lower life expectancy rates poor education outcomes lower socioeconomic status poorer employment opportunities sport engages communities and there's a lot more work to be done but we can't stop shining the spotlight on the indigenous population and and promoting that engagement that and that's what indigenous round does
0: yeah I love I mean one of the things that gives you a bit of goosebumps you know you watch the the haka, with the Maoris when the in New Zealand play, but you also watch the welcome to country, which I think is important. I know with the Sixers at cricket, we did it um, every game or we went to, went to a new venue. We did a barefoot circle. Um, there's a strong representation of Indigenous cricketers, Dan Christian probably being the one of note at the Sixers. And um, he would lead a welcome to country. Um, he would tell us some of his history about his culture and Someone like myself, except you listen to it at school when you're a PDHPA, you'd hear those stats and say, you know, their life rate's generally 20 years less. They have the low socioeconomic status. And it doesn't resonate, but when you sit there and hear someone's life story or you promote it or it's in front of you, um, you know, you start to have that level of connectedness. It's not us, not, not against them, but, you know, us and them. It's we together, um, and I think a good move this week was a small – Gesture by Anthony Albanese, who decided to put the Indigenous flags up in Parliament, which you feel like is such a really, why hasn't it been done before? And then it gets done. You're like, wow, that was so Seems simple obvious. to do. Yeah. Um, and all we're trying to do is create a connected society. And and as you said, sport is just a game. But, I mean, isn't it a beautiful game when you can, when you can become more than sport? And that's what Rugby League and other codes are trying to do.
1: Have we got a favourite Indigenous player for our respective oh. sides? Well, over history or...? It, it, like, who's your favourite? For your side, who's your favourite Indigenous South player, Jules, like ever. Dragons ever. player, oh. ever? Oh, At the Pro- Bulldogs, I I loved Ben Barber. I know he mm-hmm. had a bit of a fall from grace, but geez, he was exciting to watch yeah. as a Bulldogs fan.
0: Uh, well, currently, I'd probably say uh, Cody Walker, but Greg mm. yeah. Inglis would be my Greg Inglis. tip yeah. of the most talented Indigenous footballer at its own.
2: Yeah, thinking about the Dragons growing up, the one that really excited me was Choc. Like Mundine, yeah. he yeah. was just magic. And and Tinger, the, the combination. Black Rock. Uh, Mundine and Black Rock. and yeah, Craigie. Well, yeah, he was good. Very <laughs> talented. Andrew Walker was the other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, started with the Dragons and then, you know, spent some time with the Roosters and yeah. played for the Wallabies and went back to, to Manly, but... Uh, you know, Ricky Walford is a young kid. I love yeah. Ricky Walford. Oh, no, I yeah. think Choc and Ricky are actually leading the Dragons out for Indigenous Round today, this afternoon. Nice. At uh, Belmore 457 736 736 is the text line number and the open line 1300 01 011170. Hello, Sharky.
3: Boys, who are we? Good. Um, Currently bomb at Bombardier Sporting Complex running the gate for the Group 7 game. Found now, bowing his swamp rats because it's still a stingray. It Should be a good day. Just having a bit of a whinge about last night's Roosters Sharks game. I don't know if any of you noticed, but when Money scores that winning try, Pupinia rushes out of the line and clearly takes Matty Morland out without the ball, and there's no penalty. The puzzling thing about this is this stupid bunker. Clowns and want to put their nose in when it matters, and when it doesn't matter. Well, guess what, you clowns? Last night, 24 16, when the to score that try, it shouldn't have been a try. It mattered then because Canola should have got the penalty. And who knows, you stupid NRL clowns? It could have been 24 22, and a great, fantastic finish was a great game. Mate, Bunker, either get in or get out. Now, seriously, guys, I've said this for years and years and years. The only thing we really need the Bunker for is to basically rule on every scoring play to make sure there's nothing illegal in it. Yep. That was a fast last night and an un... Look, don't get me wrong, the Roosters were a far, far better team. But sometimes in rugby league when you're not the better team, you sneak out of braver and guts you win. And that's what that would have been for the Sharks last night. Congratulations, Roosters. I look forward to seeing you again. Enjoy <laughs> <your
2: day. laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Bomb the bunker yeah, for right. a Sharky. They're yeah. nothing yeah. if not passionate. And Sharky <laughs> is certainly one, of those. He's certainly one of those. He was all right with the Cam McInnes put down. I bet you were, Sharky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just before we take the break, uh, back page of the Sydney Morning Herald today, gentlemen. They never give up Fitler to stick with the tried-and-true Blues. So, Freddie makes no apologies for the pick-and-stick approach. Uh, there might be a couple of surprises tonight when the Blues pick their squad for Origin 1 at a core cool stadium. That game Wednesday, June 8th. Tarek Sims, Tyson Frizzell tipped to be selected. Now, James Magnuson, mm. we were spitballing this before we came on air today. Uh, you reckon Frizzell might be a tad lucky to make that side? Oh,
1: absolutely. Tarek as well. Um, but I-, I watched Frizzell closely yesterday knowing that Freddie was thinking about picking him. I just think he's, he's out of form. Um, I then watched the, the Sharks-Roosters game last night, and Angus Crichton probably has his best game of the year. Mm. Um, I, Crichton, for mine, is one of those players that has another gear, another level to go to. Um, I'd be surprised if they picked Tarek and or Tyson Frizzell, but if, if I had to pick one of the two for mine, I'd pick Tarek based off the series that he had last year. What do you guys reckon? Oh, look, I think it, it, if there's a
0: mentality and a mantra amongst that team of pick and stick, then I, I don't have an issue with it if you're going to stay yeah. consistent with it. Look, guys probably are out of form, but we're only chatting again off air that if you decide to stick with these guys who aren't playing the best footy, when you get around a, a, a bunch of guys who are who are having a great year or really experienced and playing good footy, you tend to rise with that level as well. And we know yeah. that they're, yeah. maybe the difference between the best and poorest has been a bit obvious this year. But when you get yeah. into that Blues camp, it's a completely different story. And I think having that little bit behind you that we've done this before, we've beaten them before – you know, you, you're creating that level of comfortableness in that squad uh, rather than it bringing you new fresh faces, new blood that then have to learn the same way. So I can yeah. understand both sides of the, the coin. Um, pick and stick, I, I'm, I'm happy with it. You, that, yeah, that's an
2: interesting point. That's probably why I think Queensland should pick for feeder. Mm. Uh, but that's a separate comment. Look, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, it yeah. doesn't bother me. Uh, Queensland
1: point. may pick Dallas Johnson at third end again this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adrian,
2: they love a pick and stick. Yeah, Adrian Brunker might be squeezed out of a wing spot. <laughs> such <as the> <laughs> Coates and Cobbo, and then, of course, Corey Oates in the way. Hey, just before we get to the break, uh, good night for Alex Johnson last night, Socky. He, he's a freak. He's a freak. He, he can see off in the distance. Kenny Irvine's try scoring record, which is what two thirteen or something like, is about two
0: thirteen. I think they were saying last night that if he goes another five seasons of scoring fourteen or more tries a season, which you'd think he'd do in a canter the way that he's playing, even if the bunnies are struggling, it's less than one a game that he'll get there. But a hat trick last night, and totally think it was a couple of years ago that the South's faithful, the borough, had to sign a petition to keep yeah, him that's at right. the club. Um, he's twenty seven. I mean one of the you know great finishes last year you had Reynolds and and Cody who would just set him up down the left he's had to work probably a bit hard but last night really did put a stamp on it indigenous round Cody the double Alex a triple i mean it was quite a special feat and to go past Nathan Merritt um again you had an interesting stat he made his debut 2 weeks after uh Paddy, you were telling me you could fill me in here with the exact stats but he made his debut 2 so weeks in after Nathan Merritt 214
1: um, Merritt breaks a try-scoring record. It took him about like eight weeks to get that one try to break the record. Mm. Two weeks later, Johnston makes his debut as a replacement for Merritt, mm. and Merritt doesn't play again.
2: Wow. Merritt went to the Sharkies, didn't he? So he hey, added was a handful more. So I think he had 154 as his total. So he hasn't actually beaten Merritt yep. yet in all time, but certainly for the, uh, bunnies, for yeah. the bunnies. He's only 27. Yeah, you know, it's one of these players, I feel like they've been around forever. Yeah, but he how old is is he? It's like, um, like Milford. Because Milford's only, I think, 27, 28. Yeah. You just, you well, how to believe what, it.
0: What's a good age for, a, say, a winger in, in rugby league? You know,
1: 32, 33. If you're getting to that, you've, you've had a good. It probably depends on what type of winger you are, right? If you rely solely on speed and agility, mm. you may not make it well into those 30s. But if you've got a, a bit of size about you, you might be able to drag it out a bit longer. Mm. Um, he's showing no signs of slowing down, though, Alex Johnson. I've, I actually thought. Since uh, Luttrell's been out, my my preference would be to put him at fullback mm. over Blake Taff. Um, I've always thought he does pretty well filling in at fullback. But he's showing no signs of slowing down. So I reckon he's got at least another three, four years in him. Come on, AJ. On, Come AJ. on, AJ. <laughs> well, 0457
2: 736 736, the text line number. Two o'clock today, we've got the Dogs and the Dragons at Belmore Sports Ground. Then four o'clock, we'll hear the call right here. On SEN, we've got the Raiders and the Eels covered straight after crunch time. Mark Braybrook, Scott Sattler and Gary Belcher. We're up and running for a Sunday afternoon. You're listening to Crunch Time.